Welcome to Coon Hunt University Podcast. This is your host, Mason Bush. Class is now in session. It's Mason from Coon Hunt University. Today we have a fellow podcaster, fellow coon hunter, Josh Michaelis. How you doing? I'm doing good, Mason. We, uh, we're here at the Somerville, Tennessee Pro Sport Truck Hunt. Friday morning, uh, getting ready to get after it. We hunted the first Elite Handler Series hunt last night, Billy Bell versus Michael Ward. Uh, that'll come out here in a few weeks, so uh, we can talk a little bit about how that went. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, first off, let's talk about uh, your purpose. What, what, what's, what's your purpose on this? Well, the... And I've talked about this a few times, but since you got way more listeners than I do, probably this may be able to reach somebody for a change. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to mainstream competition coon hunting and coon hunting in general, and hunting with hounds and working dogs, uh, all events, and it's a going to be a long process. Um, but I feel like the best way to do that is to highlight some of the characters that are in this sport. And we had a couple last night, three of them with us. John Strickland walked along, Michael Ward, Billy Bell, you judging. And uh, it was really, I mean, I was excited with the footage and excited with everything, and I think it's going to be a big deal. But the whole purpose of this thing is to, uh, you know, bring a positive light to this and what we're doing why we do it and the people that do it and it's gonna that's gonna have a trickle down effect i think in the long run about you know like we we talked last night i've talked before we've all been there two o'clock in the morning in a strange place at a hunt or even close to our home and a dog blew out of pocket and it's treating someone's yard or it's treating their back 40 and you got to go knock on that door and uh I want people to know what we're doing out there. Right. You know, and so the way to do that is to get the sport into homes of people that don't normally watch the sport. And the way to do that is to make it entertaining and make it a spectator sport. And so there are a lot of steps to it. Um, I know people get hung up on the Elite Handler Series, but Canestream Media is actually the most important part of that. Uh, We had to wrap events around the coverage instead of the coverage around the vents um because you've been at these hunts we're getting ready to go to one 64 dogs uh guides dogs everywhere mm-hmm. and it is hard to cover something like that and make it entertaining for the non-coon hunting public mm-hmm. right uh, it's entertaining for us you know i'll have three four five hundred people watching a live stream that is an hour and 20 minutes of us just going kush, 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 <laughs> through the weeds. Leaves you know? crush. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's entertaining to coon hunters. Uh, they all love that. I like watching it. I like, you know, I'll sit down and watch YouTube videos. I'll watch Dark Outdoors and I'll watch Ben Sheet stuff and I'll watch, you know, Nicholas Isaacs out there doing his hound on the run stuff out west. And that's, a, that's entertaining to us, but it ain't entertaining to our wives and, and the women that they have at work and, the guys that are out there deer hunting or the guys that are out there that the only time they see the outdoors is when they take their multi-poo on a walk in the in the park you know yep i was laying in bed i guess is when they done the black widow hunt when Engel won it 
that uh they got out pretty late on the final round i'm, I'm oh, tell me about it <laughs> well uh i'd happened to wake up about four o'clock that morning and it was i said i think they were an hour maybe an hour ahead of me but anyways um i, I was awake four four thirty in the morning watching that hunt my girlfriend would lay beside me she woke up what are you doing yeah. <laughs> go to bed yeah. <laughs> I have, because I, I even mentioned it on that live stream, because it was well after daylight when we got done. It was 7 o'clock, I think, in the morning. And I watched the viewership that stayed at a pretty 300, 280 to 350 all morning long. Yeah. And then it got up in the 400s as people started waking up and going to their jobs or whatever mm -hmm. they were doing that day. And I was just like, you know, there's there's something there, and we're happy to do it, and we're happy to bring it to the folks. But that's just coon hunters watching that. Yep. You know, that's not housewives and that's not some kid in an urban environment. And that's not, you know, the people that we really need to bring the sport to. That's yep. the people that already got the sport. Somebody that, that didn't know coon hunting would get on there and be like, what are, what are oh, these yeah. guys doing? Just walk around in the woods with a bunch yeah. of lights. And I know when we did the super hunt last year, uh, that was about a year ago and that's coming up here pretty quick too. But, uh, I and I'm just as guilty of it because as being a coon hunter and a houndsman, there's a lot of take for granted, and we'll have comments on our YouTube stuff or comments on Facebook going, "What are y'all doing?" And I don't explain it good enough. I know we're getting ready to cut a video to put on Cane Stream because the idea of Cane Stream is to get all these working dogs together, uh, you know, retrievers and squirrel dogs and beagles and agility, you name it. We want to get all all dogs on there. But uh, I'm going to have to explain the rules and the terminology and the things like Because when I say strike my dog, they don't know what I'm talking about. Right. You know, if I'm in there for 200, they don't know what I'm talking about. And so we're going to have to explain all that to folks. But you know it just as well as I do, Mason, that some of these people in the sport need a camera in front of them. When you think of the Kurt Arings and the Michael Ward's great on camera and, and Billy Bell's really good. And some of these guys are... T.J. McCulley. Oh, yeah. T.J.'s great. <laughs> T.J.'s fantastic. When we start when we start the Elite Handler Series Youth Division, T.J.'s on the radar. Yeah. You know, there's some great kids out there that'll be good on camera. And that's part of it, too. And I know guys get hung up on the roster. And I've explained that a million times, too. That's going to change. The rankings are going to change now that we've started the season. Um, stuff's going to get shifted around, and people are going to get their shot. And so, but yeah, I mean, we, we, we're no different than anything else, you know, an employer, um, a, a promotion of any kind, we've got our eyes on people, right? You know, just cause you're not on the roster now, or you're not on in the top 10 or nothing like that. You, you keep hustling and grinding and do things the right way. You're going to get your shot. Yeah. It's hurt about a bunch of feelings. It has. <laughs> and we knew, we knew that was coming. Yeah. I remember when we dropped the roster, me and Wade were talking because, man, some of them people are throwing a fit. And I said, just wait till the top ten comes out. I said, then you'll really see this. And, you know, I get. You were, see, you were getting crucified. Oh, yeah. Now you see my inbox. And I know, I knew all that was coming. But I also knew it was a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And this is going to take time. We're not looking at two weeks from now. And we're not looking at two months from now. We're looking at ten years from now. Right. And I think. And I love coon hunters. I've been raised by them. I've been around them all my life. But they have a hard time looking very far in advance a lot of times. They're looking to the next hunt, the next cast, sometimes the next tree. 
and that's it. You mm-hmm. know, that's as far seeing as they are, and that's what makes a lot of them great. Yeah. When you look at guys that are winning constantly, they ain't worried about, you know, hound sports in 40 years. They're worried about getting that next paycheck because that's gonna, what's going to feed their family. Mm-hmm. And so that's what makes a lot of them really great. I'm not knocking them for it, but I know that nearsightedness is uh, we were going to catch some flack at the beginning. And we're going to continue catching flag. But then I look around, and when the AP poll comes out and Alabama's number two some year, <laughs> you know. You, yeah. so especially go, Alabama. Yeah, go look at the interwebs then. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're, th- that's going to happen. They come out the woodwork yep, there. that's right. <clears throat> I like what y'all are doing with it. Uh, I like bringing it bringing it out and then i like how the camera's out there and you're you're putting it in front of a judge's face you're putting it in front of the hunter's face i feel like you're a lot more likely to get the best side of everybody yeah yep. not many people's gonna act out and, and throw a fit. <laughs> and that's we want that's one thing about last night of course we can't announce the winner or nothing yet but those guys really wanted to win mm-hmm. you could tell I very want, competitive i want that competitive edge and a little bit of bickering, a little bit of influencing the judge, a little bit of good handler work, uh, even a little bit of drama mm-hmm. is fine. I mean, yeah, I don't want folks out there acting a fool. Cussing each other, yeah, fist fighting. You know. <laughs> well, maybe a fist fight wouldn't be too bad on camera. Actually, uh, I, I, what did Ward sent you a little plug? Yeah, and... yeah. We, you guys wrestling around. I got that. That'll be on the video. Oh, man. Mm. But, I mean, there's a lot of things that we do that are entertaining to me and uh that people don't get but then i got to remember as someone that is a content creator and a videographer which is what i consider myself when i come into these yeah i compete some i judge some but i really want to just cover these hunts and i want to go home and train young dogs and let my kids do all the hard work in the cast right yeah and so i've got to be mindful of what people want to see instead of what i want to put out there because the the customer is the viewer now and mm-hmm. i've got to please the customer this ain't gonna work right and so sometimes when i and i do i, I don't want to toot my horn but i think i have a knack for thinking people are gonna love this or people are gonna like that and reading the room i think you know we can get to where we can get stuff out there people are gonna like mm-hmm. that's all that's the main goal right and a lot of this is for the handlers too yeah i got a soft spot for handlers and right now we're the only organization in the world where you can go in cash money with no entry fee. Mm-hmm. I like that. Now yeah. the sponsors have stepped up. Yes. Yeah, the sponsors are huge. Can uh, you mention any of them? Or I can. Um, Joy Dog Food, of course. They're going to be a title sponsor. Uh, for the first event, we've got verbal commitments from Elite Nutrition, which is one of Joy's um, top distributors, and they also have a lot of other dog nutrition um, products that are really good um, Chip Kozier works for them now he went to work for them you know after his time with Joy was over with and he still sells a lot of Joy dog food and he sells a lot of stuff for Elite Nutrition and so they're going to be a title sponsor at just about every one of the exhibitions and then you look at Razor Lights and Johnny Watkins you know he reached out and we haven't advertised any of the sponsorship spots we're, we're working on that Johnny's super good guy yeah, he, he sponsors me guy. and he, he takes he'll take care of yes you. nope johnny's great uh we've all drawn johnny we've all been around him uh he's good in the woods he's he's good to be around he's got a great company that's always supported houndsman too just and, a genuine guy yep and then you look at conkey's outdoors 
Um, Conkey's has been a big sponsor of a lot of the media stuff. Yep, they've helped know? me tremendously. Yes, and so Conkey's, Zach got a hold of me too. He's going to be a title sponsor for this hunt. And then we've got some other tiered sponsorships that we still have left to sell, but I haven't advertised them yet. And I told them guys, you know, they were already here. Let me send you the money and all that stuff. I said, let me get it filmed. And uh, let's get I the want, ball rolling. I want to make sure yep. this is going to be worth the sponsor's time too because i've been that sponsor joy dog food's been that sponsor and you have to get some return on your investment mm -hmm. and so i want to make the footage as good and i want to make sure the viewership is there you know after these first few events and i think it will be i know it's going to take time to build and that's something that the sponsors got to figure out too and i'm sure they will but uh yeah i mean that's the four main ones we've got right now for the first event and those sponsors will change i have no doubt but we're not going to forget anybody that helped us. Yep. You know, those folks that help you through any of this, you know, we're always going to have their back and, and say good things about them. Right. And Conkeys and Razor both have been yes. there with us uh, in the, on the long run. I think Conkeys has been here since since uh, the very beginning. Yep. So I'd like to take a, a, the time to, to thank both of them. So. I remember back when I had a big show game calls, Bruce was my first big order. And he called me, and I was mechanicing at the time, making like, I don't know, $13, $14 an hour. I wasn't a very good mechanic. <laughs> and uh, I was on the road. I was working on the road. And my wife was, my ex-wife now was pregnant with my second second child, and she would uh, put her on, they put her on bed rest. And I was traveling a lot then for work. And so I was working for Jeremy, and I called him. I said, look, I got to get off the road. You know, I got the second kid coming. I'm tired of living in a motel. And uh, he said, nope, I understand. I got a job up there at Rawson's, and I had been making game calls for quite a while. And I come out with the chatterbox, and Bruce Conkey called me. And I wasn't getting nothing for him at the time, 20 bucks, 25 bucks, something like that. And uh, Bruce called me. He goes, hey, I want 100 of them. It was like a $2,500 check. Mm. And I thought, I have made it. Yep. <laughs> you know, I've made it. I'd, I'd been selling to some guys, a few small dealers, and I'd been trying to get a website and sell online and stuff. You know, and Bruce was, he was the first one, and I don't know how many coon squalors he ordered off me before I sold that model and then that business, but it was in the thousands. And, you know, I don't ever forget people like that. Right, absolutely. Zach, uh, when I announced that I bought this, Zach reached out to me and, and said, uh, I've been I've been dreaming y'all were coming back and it's it's coming true. Yep. So he reached out just immediately and, and wanted to help out. So they do a lot for for hound sports and Conkey's Outdoors and all these outdoor suppliers. You know they're all friends of ours mm -hmm. and uh, they're always a big help. But we want to get the end goal of this thing is bigger sponsorship from bigger companies and corporations that can that can swing it and put fresh dollars into the coon hunting economy because right now uh how coon hunting economics works is me and mason bush and a lot of these guys go to work 40 50 hours a week and then we buy entry fees we buy kennel club memberships we buy stuff from conkey's outdoors and it and, adds up yeah i mean it's all coon hunters yep. paying for coon hunting it's mm -hmm. nobody else right. and, but we're but we're all using we rode in your can-am last night you know we've all got a player's ranger we've all got a chevy truck or a nissan or a toyota or a, you know we're all packing garments around um you know we're, we're all consuming products that are not putting money back into the coon hunting economy mm-hmm 
and I don't blame those those bigger companies because if we're all already using a Garmin, what's the point? There's not. You know? Somebody but, somebody mentioned to me, why don't you reach out to Garmin and try to get advertisements? They, they've got the monopoly. There's, yeah. there's no sense. They just laugh no. at me. No. I, I just last night. I mean, we're hunting. I'm the only one with a dog trip. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but we're going to... But if they see value, if they see numbers, and they see viewership, and it's worth their time, that marketing department calls you and says, hey, you know, you got this many people watching your product and and we want to sell more product then it's going to be worth their time and worth their dollars and then all of a sudden we're putting fresh money into a stagnant stagnant economy right and you know i'm tired personally of the guys that are that are busting their butt at a nine to five you know 40 50 hours a week um paying for everything mm-hmm. and it should be some of these other companies that we use and that we patronize and not just the conkeys and the razors and the stuff that, you know, that we that are giving us dollars for our media right now, but bigger companies. Yeah. And not to take them out. You know, of course, we'll always use them and want to use them, but we got to get a little bit bigger, bigger sponsorship. I know Bud Light could probably use some hillbillies right now. Yeah, <laughs> you, know? you got that right. <laughs> so, yeah, that. there's there's a lot of ways to go as long as we get the people watching. That's the that's the important part. Yeah. I know Joy has helped tremendously. Wade, how long's Wade on Joy now? Uh, I don't know. I'm thinking in the early 2000s, but don't quote me on that. Okay. But Joy has been the Kozier family started Joy Dog Food, and I believe Wade and Chip Senior and Russ they had been friends for you know decades before. Uh, Wade was able to purchase Joy. Now, Joy had sold one time in the meantime, and it sold to a large corporation conglomerate that kind of didn't run it how it should have been. Um, you know, when, when large corporations take over things, they're not the same. Right. And Wade was able to purchase Joy Dog Food and bring it back to its roots, which was small independent dealers and supporting houndsmen and donating to events and donating sponsorship money. And, and it's paid off. Yeah. I mean, he's done well, but people don't understand the coon hunter that Wade is you know he's he loves hounds mm-hmm. and he likes he loves the sport that was a guy that used to hunt you know 24 7 and you know he still he still got that fire in him and he still wants to help and so I'm lucky enough to be blessed that he contacted me and to go to work for him but they're all, they're a company I'm proud of mm-hmm. and I think we all should be what about um the kosher family in coon hunting how how is there a connection because it seems like from the beginning they've been just the main one in all this do you know anything about how that come about i do um there's a fantastic youtube video of chip senior on the joy dog food youtube channel uh, that explains it better than i do but i never met russ um but was that chip's father that was chip senior's dad yes chip junior's granddad but he was just he just loved people and people at that time were going to these big hound events and i think he was a good businessman uh, i don't think he worried about money as much as he he knew how to make it but didn't know how to keep it maybe i don't know <laughs> about like me yeah same yeah but he uh he just loved people and he loved the events never had a hound had a couple dotsons or something like that you know but 
beagle trials and coon dog trials and bird dog trials and all that stuff but they just kind of found their niche in in the coon hounds and they just went with it and they built relationships with you know jarvis umfers and and folks like that and that just snowballed into where we're at now and all those relationships still continued even you know 30 40 years later i know jason daughtry brings it up quite often on facebook uh, i'd say there's not a company out there that's that's done for the coon hunters like joy has well people don't understand how small a company we are because we got such a big footprint especially in the coonhound world and you know they think when they see the joy office and the owner that it's a big high rise and you know we're all pulling up to hunts and limousines and <laughs> all that stuff but there's only about seven employees really joy dog food yes and uh wade grashwitz is the owner Skyler Grashwitz, his son, works in the office. And then uh, Nick, Ray Lynn, Lacey, uh, myself, Michael Terry, uh, William Newby, I guess. He's he's doing some sales work for us down in Oklahoma. But, yeah, we're not a huge company. And we don't sell, uh, compared to a company like Perina or Victor or some of them other large companies, I bet we don't sell 1% of the total tonnage that they sell. And we give per capita back to Hound Sports a thousand times more than any other dog food company. I can't see anybody that gives more per bag sold Mm -hmm. than what Joy Dog Food does. And that's all out of the kindness of of Wade's heart and growing the sport and enjoying coon hunting and all that stuff. That ain't, yeah, it's a good business move because we do get a lot of loyal customers and for good reason. But Joy Dog Food is not going to go broke because coon hunters quit buying it right you know he don't do it just for the money he does it because he absolutely loves what we're doing and uh that's give guys like me a job you know i come from the hound sports stuff and you know i'm thankful for it and i think we all should be and when you when you talk about coon hunting economics that is one of those companies that you know is a larger company that gives back and, and puts money into that pie and makes it a little bigger and that is outside the sport you know, so people need to consider that when they go buy a bag of dog food. Right. We've just now locally uh, got it here locally. So mm-hmm. uh, yep. until now, I've not been able to get it. So I'm going to go get four bags tomorrow morning and donate to the Pro Sport Truck Series Hunt. You know, we we do the Super Hunt. We do all kinds of youth events. And anybody, any of the youth listening to this, need to make sure and go out there and get their essays turned in for the four wheeler hunt. When do they do? Uh, I believe November 21st or 20th, something like that. I need to get that done. Yep. TJ? Yep. <laughs> TJ needs to write one. Yeah. Send them in to Raylin, R-A-E-L-Y-N-N, at joydogfood.com about why you love coon hunting. And uh, we'll pick the best essay. And I won't. I told her to just put it in front of everybody at the office with no names, no nothing attached. So we don't know who it is. Because if I read it and I know who it is, then I'm going to be biased to some of these kids that I know more than mm-hmm. a kid that I don't or something, you know. So right. I won't have nothing to do with picking it. But uh, send those in. And that is a full. We've already got the entry paid for. Uh, we'll pay for you and your parent, lodging, food, motel, all expenses paid to Tennessee. And uh, you got to go hunt for a new truck. That's awesome. That is awesome. I, but that's just another thing. You know, I'm sitting there thinking about how we can help. And I just call Wade. I said, hey, Wade, how about sponsoring some kid for the truck hunt? I'll call in and get an entry for Joy Dog Food. And we'll 
give to somebody that maybe isn't as likely to get there or wouldn't be there without our help. And he said, I love it. Sounds good. Get it done. And so that's just a credit to him. That's my idea, but it's his money. <laughs> right. Right. I'm excited about this truck hunt this weekend. Uh, of course, it's local. I've, I've, I've been the one behind all of it, I guess you'd say. Uh, it's tough trying to coordinate, getting all these guides together, um, making sure everybody's not going to be hunting on top of each other, make sure, making sure everybody's in a safe place. Mm-hmm. We're in the early season, early deer season, and rut's kicking in here very shortly. So you know how that goes. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons we're doing ours the way we are, because we don't, we don't want to take away from pro sport, UKC, PKC. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had to find a way to have events. And then I look at guys trying to put 64 dog hunts together, or even bigger. When you look at the PKC World Hunt or the UKC World Hunt or Autumn Oaks or Winter Classic or some of the Lone Star and these big, I don't know how anybody does it. Mm. I don't want to be responsible for none of that. Right. I mean, it is tough to yeah. do. Luckily, I've, I've I've had to start turning guides away. That's a but good I, problem to have. Yeah, it is a very good problem to have. I'm, I've, there's a few I've told today that I'm not going to have to use them, at least on the early round. I may yeah. use them late, but it's usually not the case. Well, you guys got some. Where we turned loose last night, both spots. Uh, we went pleasure hunting after that cast. And great hunt. Mm-hmm. Big woods, a lot of room. Uh, we had dogs scattered a couple miles apart, two and a half miles apart, and neither one of them were ever in trouble or in any danger or anything like that. And you can hunt for days down there in that bottom. Yeah. No, I've been impressed, which I come from the Mark Hall. What was that last weekend? Uh, the Bear Pen. Yeah. I come from Mark Halls to here, and, you know, that's not very far. And I've been impressed with all the hunting down here. Yeah. Where we hunted last night was about an hour. Yeah. From uh, Mark Halls. But No, I like West Tennessee much better than East Tennessee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ain't going to catch me in East Tennessee. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> that's a big, safe bottom. It's uh, Hatchie River Refuge. Uh, and you can hunt, I think it's a little over 11,000 acres you can hunt in there. No, it's beautiful hunting. Flat. One little thick spot and one little bitty hill what i would consider a little hill considering yeah. where i'm from right shouldn't yeah. have gotten it if they'd, have, if they'd yeah. have kept going the way we sent them they they wouldn't have gotten it but that was the worst part of our hunt would be doing all right yeah it's no so- it, that was one of the better as far as the walking and the number of coons seen and scored and all that stuff it was a good cast yep i ain't gonna release how many we scored but i think we looked at about nine or ten yeah 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 so no, I've been impressed with all this hunting over here, these big clean woods and, and flat hardwood bottoms and stuff. We don't have that at home. So anytime I can get around that, I'm pretty excited. Right, right. So this is the last pro sport truck hunt. So this will decide who comes to the, the Joy Super Hunt, correct? Correct. And it looks like, I'll have to check the numbers to be sure, but it looks like it's going to be Lady. Okay. Um, that'll be Randy Smith. John Strickland, uh, Judas, I know, handled her a lot. Um, Strick, of course, was there last night. He said he'd be down there. They're excited for it. And then you got Justin Davenport, Cody Carter with Cookie, and uh, Brad Mitchell and Joey Craver with Tank. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's going to shape up to be quite the hunt, really. Yep. And that'll be another big deal. Of course, that'll be available on Canestream Media, too. But that'll be a big deal. I mean, that, that gets a lot of eyeballs. You know, you pit all three world. We always wondered who was the real world champion every year. 
you know, who's the real world champion? And this was even before Pro Sport with CHKC. And then there was a little spot in there. It was just UKC and PKC, really. And, uh, yes, I know there are other world hunts before. Everybody starts sending me their hate mail. <laughs> I realized Dual Murphy won one last year, too. Send it to Josh. Don't send it to yeah. me. <laughs> but uh, I realize there's more. But those are the three hardest world hunts and championships to win. Because you look at the Pro Sport Dog of the Year, that's most cast wins. I mean – Look at the dog power in that organization to get the most cast wins in that you've really done something you've had a heck of a year and then you look at how hard it is to get your dog qualified get through zones get through that first two rounds of the top 100 and get even in the finals of the ukc world hunt and then win it hmm. super difficult and then the pkc world hunt we both know how difficult that even is to double up let alone get them three cast wins after that or four or whatever it takes I never know. I can't ever get past the third one. <laughs> but you take those three dogs that are having probably the best years that any dog could ever have and put them together and have a two-hour cast and keep scoring. That is your true 2023 world champion, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. That's the best of the best. And last year it was Jenna with Stogie and Echo in there. And this year, who knows who it's going to be. Who is in the running with Lady? Um, do you know? It was Echo. Okay. He's but not going to be here this weekend. I don't weekend. think he's going to be here this weekend. And in the case of a tie, which I think they might be tied. I don't know. But in the case of a tie, if Lady don't get a cast win, we're going to take Lady. And I've already talked to Scott about this. You know, Echo was down there last year. Um, Echo, we all know what kind of dog he is. You know, he ain't got, nothing, he ain't got nothing left to prove. That is an amazing animal. And so is Lady. Lady's the real deal, too. I've yep. got to hunt with Lady two or three times. That's a really good dog. Um, I've not hunted with Cookie. I have twice. She beat me once, and I beat her once. Yeah. Uh, Arkansas truck hunt, pro sport truck hunt. She beat me uh, on a late round, and then I beat her in the semis to get in yep. the final four. Yeah. I know she's a quality dog. Absolutely. Everybody speaks highly of her. And so she's going to be interested. She's going to be kind of my wild card because that's the only dog I'm familiar with. You mm -hmm. know, I've hunted with Lady several times. I've hunted with Tank. But I've not hunted with Cookie. But them guys, everybody I talk to, they're all excited. And, you know, we'll start really publicizing that, you know, three to four weeks before it happens. That'll be the probably the first week of March when that comes out and uh, or around that time, last week of February, first week of March. And it's going to be a big deal. I mean, these are the three best towns of 2023 going – going at it head to head i mean you don't get that very often this will be the only third time that i remember it happening right how quick do you think this hunt we had last night of release it should be about two weeks from today okay. i'm thinking and uh with kane stream we are going to do some live stuff and but we talked about the whole point of that too and i get a lot of grief for not doing them live but nobody that is not familiar with hound sports wants to watch the butts of four grown men <laughs> walk for four miles. They trip. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't. They like watching you trip. <laughs> I mean, we'll still edit that in there every chance we get. But uh, we got to make it entertaining for the general public. And personally, for me, even, I just assume watching edited an edited coon hunt than I would a live feed. Yeah. Leaves crunching for yes. two hours. But, I mean, there's a lot of tricks. You know, we got to keep everybody quiet. Mm -hmm. You know, otherwise nobody's going to watch. And we got to 
there's a lot of little things and we're going to streamline this process as we get along and eventually these hunts will be live and when we're doing that 30 minute walk you know we'll just cut to a commercial break or we'll cut to you know a booth or we'll we'll be able to do all that stuff eventually but that's going to be a process um you know the end goal of this thing is you go home and you turn on your tv and there's cane stream media and there's all these dog sports on there and you can pick what you want to watch mm -hmm. documentaries to to hunts to field trials to whatever and that we'll get there it's going to take some time and support from everybody but we'll get there yeah. well josh I, I wanted to keep this a little short and a little sweet so uh I appreciate you coming on and us getting to talk about this. Well, tell it before we quit. Tell us about that pup that's getting ready to win that truck tonight that you hunted last night. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> After that first tree, I, I was scratching my head, but he uh, he turned around and and uh, and done good. After that, I feel like so we ended on a good note. He did. He's got a real mile. Yeah, a real mile. How yeah. old is he? Sixteen months. Yeah, yeah. You got your hands on something there. I was. Yeah, he made a slick out of the truck, but I ain't too worried about that at 16 months old. Yeah, and I would have bet more on it than the second trip. Yeah. He just went around the edge of that field and just, bam. And he didn't want to make very many trees. He don't He don't yeah. miss very many coons. It's an easy time to miss coons right now. You've yeah. seen mine. Yeah. I mean, mine missed a coon by a tree out of the truck, too. And he's eight years old. He ain't got no excuse. Right. But, uh when they're up there in the makerns and they're feeding the makerns you'll get some slicks here and there this time of year it's been bad dry here i don't know if i've ever cut him loose in the rain really I mean, um this is i know mine and rain are about like me and rain I, <laughs> don't want to be there no, i was about right he didn't want to go hunting either no. i don't think he got over 800 yards from us all night but um <clears throat> yeah i know we've we've been super dry we needed this rain very bad for oh. this hunt this weekend so it, it's going to help i think we'll treat a bunch of coons he, i do uh, too the pup was never really started till he was 10 11 months old and i've just i've been hunting the piss out of him for the past few months and he's he's been a natural yeah no i liked him i like what he's out of too i like how he's bred you I get that x junior and that skipper stuff on mm -hmm. any of that you know i'm gonna be attached to it yeah your brother asked me last weekend what he's out of i told him he said that's why he's good <laughs> that's right he goes back that skipper stuff yeah I guess that's where he gets that big red head, too. Yeah. No, he's a good-looking dog, good mouth, good locate. Oh, yeah. Which I didn't get to hear him make that second tree. He was in there a little farther, you know. But yeah. That first slick, I was, like, I was just like Kurt. They ain't got to have a coon if they sound like that. Mm, oh, man, that's, that's probably <laughs> his best part. Yeah. But uh, I'm excited about him. I've not been this excited about a dog since brandy <laughs> i'm kidding fingers crossed he don't turn out like her sell I, him sell him to ward so we don't end up like brandy <laughs> no i i think he's a lot more level-headed even at yeah. a, a much younger age than she was not taking nothing away from her she no, uh, brandy's just the kind of dog that you gotta hunt her a lot and when she's hot you're not gonna beat her she's gonna be a, a handful but when she's not hot she's just gonna wear you out yeah She'll, she'll wear on your nerves. Yeah, she wore on mine. I promise you that. But you could see the talent. Oh, yeah. And you can see, you know, I watch Jace Wincast with her and stuff, you know, and I'm thinking, which well, she's right. Oh, you can't she's beat her. She's hard to beat. She, you can, cut her, you can yeah. cut her loose and strike her immediately. Um, she's Lots of times she'd be by herself and tree cones. It's, and dogs that size should not be that loud either. No, and can move. Yeah. And yeah. she looks like a beagle, which her mama was like it. Yeah when she does move around that's when you know she's feeling good and she's she's got her right mindset and she's ready to tree coons and it's some nights where she's not moved around great and you're yeah. 
you're kind of pushing her and you're kind of and she's wanting to bang around that's when she's struggling but the minute she starts moving around and treating them quick coons and, and popping them quick you better t- you better find a hunt to take her to right because you're going to get paid mm-hmm. i think uh a few years and maybe her settling down and, and leveling out i think i don't know she's so stupid <laughs> I, I honestly think I've, I've told kitty and he thinks the same thing uh give her five six years old i think she'll do something yeah i think uh when it's green she struggles yeah but right now she's looking good uh in the spring she was looking good um there's gonna be certain times of year in certain areas where wait she'll to, beat your brakes off wait till them boars go to rut i don't know if y'all, y'all ain't had her in a rutting season yet i don't guess now we got her right at the end of ours and our rutting season is so cold i ain't turning one loose at home anyway right yeah you know, I, i'll I go down to texas and hunt or something yeah. like that wait till uh wait till you go in there and then boars go to rut yeah. if you'll pay attention i don't know how many coons you knock out if you'll pay attention 90 percent of the coons she trees are boars yeah well we knock them all out yeah <laughs> pay attention to <laughs> yeah. them i promise you i don't even look at it i promise to start uh keep up keep up with yeah. it well, I got I got her broke off skunks. <laughs> Finally, I know when I got mad at her after eleventh or twelfth skunk that hour, uh, she uh, she ain't got one. She ain't got after one since. So I got onto her a little bit, but uh, they did show me one thing. She can learn something. It's yeah, it's hard to make her learn anything. She's a bullheaded little thing. She was like it. I, mean, I had her. I sold her for a few months when she was a little puppy. I got her back nine, ten months old, something like that, and she was bad on armadillos. Yeah. And it didn't take much to break her off armadillos. It took a lot to break her off skunks. Possums, I I, I never broke her off. Yeah. <laughs> she never, she treed one for Jed at Super Stakes and one when I had her at my house, but Jed turned her loose. So I blame it on him. <laughs> but when I, I hunted that dog pretty hard for four or five months and I never had her tree a possum. Yeah. Never did one unless Jed was there. I just said she didn't like Finley. Usually she would, uh, like when she left armadillos alone she'd go to possums and now i now i guess she's left possums alone went to our, uh i wish skunks. she would go she will run a hog and does a good job on a hog but will fall off those in tree account yeah and i don't mind her running fast stuff but she won't touch a deer no won't, won't touch, touch a coyote I, i've seen her run a coyote yeah, I'm, i do as her. good as job i'm yeah. talking about running across a cut cornfield and just fall off of it yeah and i'm like why, why can't you do that every time when she starts running fast game she ran now the second night when he got in the finals of the louisiana state championship she treated coon out of the truck for 200 and then run hogs the rest of the night <laughs> i had to go in there and get her off the hogs i've seen her run hogs run yeah. them right in front of me yeah but the first time he turned her loose she'd run a hog and done i mean just sounded like she drove a coon in there but i knew she wasn't running no coon. Mm-hmm. i've hunted that dog enough to know she wasn't running no coon drives in there 900 yards thousand yards something like that and i mean i heard her switch tracks for just a split second and pow mm-hmm I thought, boy, I wish that dog would run run them things every time I turned her. Oh, she would. You couldn't. You couldn't beat her. Mm-hmm. You could not beat her, especially in an hour. Yeah. And them youth hunts, she was deadly. If you uh, if you don't get a hundred strike with her, something's something's wrong. I watched Jay Striker for twenty five in the finals. <laughs> now he should have been in for seventy five because one kid, I don't even think he had his snap undone yet. Oh wow! And struck, and this thing barked. I'll give him that. Of course, Brandy goes to open, and then the other two kids strike her, and then Jace finally strikes after the minute for 25. She was the only one of two dogs that struck, I think. <laughs> Jace struck her fourth. <laughs> then she goes in there, and the only thing keeping the six off anything after a while, and uh, goes in there and falls tree. 
And Jay sits there and listens to her tree for about three or four minutes until another kid hears one bark in around her, and he trees. So Jace gets 75 on that deal. And I think he got 50. Yeah, he got 50. You're wanting to choke him. Oh, yeah. I was, you know, there's nothing more frustrating. And he is a good handler. He wins at a better clip than I do. But he is a very cautious, which helps in them youth hunts a lot of times. He's a very cautious handler. Mm -hmm. And he ain't used to brandy. He's used to tight mouth dogs like we've always had. And uh, the last youth hunt he had her in, when she, she treed two coons, treed a slick, caught a skunk in an hour. I was getting it done. Yeah, she was getting it done. And she spent 20 minutes banging around on this track she treated this slick <laughs> off of. But uh, he jammed her out of the truck for a hunt or quick. And then she no more. She treated her quicker than I would have. But there's another dog in there with her. Yeah. She let out one locate, and he booked her for 200, and that's what won the cast for him. So he was getting there. He was mad when I gave her back to Jeff. <laughs> he was winning like crazy with her. That's something about her. When she's right, when she comes on that tree right, oh, it'll make the hair yeah. on the back of your neck stand up. Well, I mean, because she does locate around a lot. And you once you hunt her with a while, you can tell yeah. when she's locating around when she's not. But uh, when she comes unglued, oh, yes. God. She's got, she, she goes from squealing and chop around and squeal, squeal, squeal. And then all of a sudden, that great big male dog locate. I'm thinking, wow. And don't weigh 40 pounds. No, no. It's soaking wet. Yeah. But yeah, she's a, she's a unique animal, Mason. <laughs> Her daddy was the same way. You strike him when you cut loose and just, just wait. Yeah, her barking a lot never did because I don't like a dog that barks a lot. But her mouth was so good that it didn't bother me as bad. Mm -hmm. uh, Duds and Mays were the same way. You know, they barked plenty, but they had that good mouth and good hound mouth. You know, and I can stand to listen to that. But them chopping things that run through there, barking eighty barks a minute, I want to just poke my ears out with a screwdriver. <laughs> but yeah, I hope I I can do some good. I'm gonna hunt this pup tonight. Uh, I only got one one chance. Yeah. He's not been in, in just a couple hunting. I got his money one pretty quick. One of the first hunts he was ever in, I got his money one. So he'll hunt spring one year old. No. He's on the right track. I played. Oh, I liked him. I really did last night. It wasn't a wasn't an ideal night to turn a dog. No, was. raining hard. Front coming in, yeah. wind blowing. He's with a strange dog. It's a little rough. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. You know, so. It, he got by himself. He made a couple of trees. He had a cone and a slick. 16 months old in the middle of the thunderstorm. Mm -hmm. I'd take that. Yeah. So, well, I think you've coming on here. Um, I know we've been working on this for mm -hmm. two or three months trying to make this work, but you got to do one for for me before we get done with this deal too. So, yep. I'll do it. Well, Josh, I appreciate it. I'm glad y'all come down this weekend. I've I've enjoyed y'all staying here and. I hope we're all here come come that final round. I know I will be. <laughs> I ain't hunting. I'm just got that camera. <laughs> yeah. I'll be here regardless. So. Yep. Anyways, well, I appreciate it. All right. Thanks. Thanks for having me down here too, Mason. You got a beautiful place down here. Thank you. <laughs>